All right. You may be seated. We want to get into this and give you some time to pray for insight and revelation from God, for we certainly need it. Tonight's little study just simply called The Pathway to Power. Um, certainly what we need in these last days. Uh, we know that, uh, again, our nation is falling apart. The church seems to be too weak to handle it. Uh, but there is a pathway to power. If you really believe the Word of God, it, it seems like there is almost as much sin in the church that, that there is in the world. Uh, and sometimes even neck and neck who sins the most. And it's really bad for us because we've been given great light and we're neck to neck in almost the same sin the world's in, that there's living in darkness. Now, how can that be if I have God the Holy Ghost living inside of me? Now, we know the Bible says that, right? We know that, at least as far as we believe, we talk about the initial evidence of being filled with the Spirit of God. Everybody asks you, is the Spirit-filled church? you Spirit-filled? Is this Spirit-filled? Is that spirit Okay, Spirit-filled. Well, we believe the initial evidence is speaking in tongues. Lots of accounts in Acts. How do they know? We heard you speak with the other tongues. Initial evidence. It's not the beginning and the end and you won the race. It's just the initial evidence. Initial evidence that... My wife was to become my wife. Was she accepted an engagement ring on her finger? It's just the beginning. It's not the end of everything. And so I would have to say we need some insight to be able to walk in this power that God more than willingly wants to give us and said, in fact, guys, it's going to be so hard. He said, wait here, Terry here, because you're going to need this. So here we are now, all these years later, and we still have all this weird, crazy sin in the church. So there has, there's a disconnect. You can't. I'm spirit-filled, and you still are cussing, drinking, looking at porn, acting crazy, about divorced, kids hate you. That, what? You're not a good husband. You hardly go to work. You don't treat your wife right. Wife hates you. You hate her. That just can't be. It can't be. Now, so the idea is that I do want to be full of the Spirit of God. I do. The problem is I don't know how bad I want to be filled with the Spirit of God. I can say I want to be. I can say it even now. Okay, I do. So we want to be full, but maybe we don't want to be full bad enough. And God is not going to say, oh, okay, take it anyway. He's not. He'll, you, he'll spend all his life like this. Man, I, I want to fill you so much with the Holy Ghost. But if you just go about doing your church stuff. So this group, at least, maybe, when you come to that altar, say, God, you've got to open it. I say, you've got to help me out here and understand this. God, the Holy Ghost. Okay, and i got a picture for you. My birthday came and passed, and nobody got me this picture, or this present, I should say. There you go. Last person I, I saw was at Jason's with his little fireworks. They go, I have my present for you. 
And I says, is it in the garage? And they went, yes. And what she did was she left a little bag of something in her garage, and she forgot my, my pre- hey, where's my present? Get that up there. Leave that up there. There's a reason for this. There you go. All right, now look, I have always, listen to me now, I have always wanted a black Corvette, okay? Not just a black Corvette, the rear split window. You see that? It's a 1963. It would be unbelievably awesome to have one of those and feel that power under the hood. I don't know if it's a guy thing. I don't know if any girls are going, what? But that would be cool. I could see myself in it. I really can. But I've never had one. Never had one. Now, I, lots of vets are nice. This is the one that most likely I'll have in my garage in heaven. <laughs> okay. Now, I never had one because... I don't want to pay the price for that. I don't. I, I want one, but I don't want to pay the price. I just don't. I could find one. They're out there. They're on the Internet. I watch auctions. At, I think it's called Meacham. I'm not really sure how they say that word. I mean, they go by, and I'm like, and that they're bidding on it. And so they're out there. I could buy one. But I, I want to pay the price to get one. All that power, all that class and style, and just all right there in that nice little package. But I don't want to pay that. I just don't. I got another picture, right? Let's put that other picture up here just briefly. Just to make a point, kind of scroll up, there you go, that's good enough right there. That one's 63 Chevy, split window, $105,000, okay, I want one, (laughs) I want one, I could see it in my garage, but I ain't buying it, I'm not paying that, I'm not paying that price. So, makes my point, right? I could have one. I could. My credit's good enough that they would give me money for that. Whichever one, 75000 67000 Some of them don't even have prices on. You know what that means. 93000 that red one. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I would love to have one. I ain't paying that price. So, I'll never have one. That's where we are with God the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> John 14, 7 says, Even the Spirit of truth, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the world cannot receive, and they can't, they have no clue, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and this is before he came, and he shall be in you. That's a promise. 
and now he's in me. The Spirit of God. That goes for every soul here that's really saved. This God, this pathway to power is in every one of you. John 6, 63 says, It is the Spirit that quickeneth your flesh absolutely profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Understand, this entire walk that we do is not natural. It's all supernatural. Everything has to be done by the Spirit of God. I mean, the Lord just rose from the dead. Everybody's seeing all the witnesses. And then he tells the guys, okay, you just you go tarry. You hang in there. Don't do a thing. You'd be pumped ready to start to do Don't do anything until. Don't go out there in the natural and try to talk. Don't go out there in the natural and try to tell your neighbor. Don't go out there in the natural and try to live holy. In this. You need something supernatural to happen to you. And that's the end of the boom, the power of the Holy Ghost coming in us. <clears throat> that's how Peter, who denied and cussed up and down, I don't know him, and a week later, or however many days it was later, 30, 50 days later, he's standing up and everybody's here and he's preaching in front of everybody. Because the power of the Holy Ghost came inside of him. That wasn't natural. Peter didn't say, man, I've been bad. I better suck it up and do. No, it was something supernatural happened to Peter. That can happen to you and me. <clears throat> now, so the current problem with the church is James 2.26, it says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Now, we know that this is taught. Most of us have been to funerals. Go and do one Saturday. You know, when you walk by it, you know, there's no longer life. The Spirit of God is out out of that person. So we know that that's what this is talking about. But we're also talking about the life in a church, in the the body of believers. When there is no life, it's the Spirit's gone. They're dead. That's how vital this is. So it fits as we talk about the church body, you and me, us. We are dead without the moving of the Spirit of God. That's why there's been such a bombardment attack against being filled with the Spirit of God. God the Holy Ghost. It's Jesus only. They don't even want to talk about God the Holy Ghost. And then there's others. Others think it's of the devil. Anytime there's an unbelievable attack against something, you better polish it and look at that some more. There must be something in that. If the enemy comes against it so much. So Joel says in chapter 2, verse 28, It shall come to pass afterwards, this is the afterwards, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That's every soul in here. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days will I pour out my spirit. So this, this is absolutely for every soul in here. But we really kind of don't go ask like that Corvette. Man, I would love to have one. Just sit it and feel that thing go right close, right under my foot. I could just go. 
until they say how much it is. No, no, no. Well, you can be that in God the Holy Ghost. You can just be full of the power of God. This church should be because all these spirit-filled people are here. Spirit-filled people. But somehow we've been bamboozled. I don't know. We're just, we've got to have the salve. So here's some, <clears throat> ask yourself this question when you come to the altar. Are you sure you want to be filled with a spirit? Are you sure? You absolutely sure you want to be filled with God's spirit who will stand in sharp opposition to the world's easy ways? Are you sure? Ouch. Or is there store, sorry? Or is there still some worldly stuff you just that, all that's gotta go? You know what God wants to kill the most? God the Holy Ghost wants to kill the most is your self-confidence. Because we will do it without God. We think, I mean, whatever. Instead of going, God, if you don't, if you don't fill me with the Spirit of God, I'll be a fool at work today. I won't. Whatever it is, whatever you're doing doesn't have to have a steeple over top of it for you to ask God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> we think we can accomplish things, apparently. Even though what God says, without me, what can you do? Is, is that biblical? Ruth said nothing. Is that in the Word? It's in the Scripture. Without God, you and me can do nothing. So how much today did you ask Him to help you? I mean, just any kind of day, you can just all get all jacked up inside. There's no reason for you to be upset. There's no reason for you to be mad. There's no reason for you to be edgy, yet you just can't be. Because you're fallen nature. The Spirit of God can. So you have to ask yourself, as we go to the altar here pretty soon, do you really, are you, are you really going to give total control over to the Spirit of God? Will you do that? It's hard for us flesh. When my dad was 89, <clears throat> his car was getting more and more dings on the bumpers and sides. And, and I, I'd check his garage, and there's less and less paint on the garage side. And he's my dad. And I'm thinking, I'm going to have to tell him, Dad, I don't think you can drive anymore. That, that would not have gone over. It just would not have gone over because we don't like to relinquish that control. Have you ever been in that and have to go to one of your parents who raised you and changed your diaper and tell them you can't drive anymore? Because none of us want to give over the control that we think we have. You've got to do that, the Spirit of God. You have to ask yourself that question, do you really want to be totally possessed by the Spirit of God? Possessed means completely controlled by God the Holy Ghost.
Okay, remember the story? We'll end up in this. 1 Samuel 15. I'll just read it. Taking a little bit too long again. Samuel also said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over all the people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Okay. Thus saith the Lord, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when he came out of Egypt. They were the first one. Amalek was a type of flesh. The first attack came against the people of God, coming out of bondage, coming out of Egypt, leaving the world behind. They pounced on him. So on down the road, God said, you go in there and you take out all those Amaleks, every one of them. And you take their pets, every, you, I'll read it. He says, now, I'm emphasizing, obviously, thus saith the Lord. Now, go and smite Amalek, utterly destroy all that they have, and spare them not, but slay both men and woman, infant and suckling ox, sheep, camel, and donkey. It's word of God, right? One Samuel fifteen eight. So we know that Saul disobeyed. Saul did not kill everything. He spared what he thought was good. Now this would be good. This could be used by the church. This would be nice. Now he's throwing this away. Oh, this, this, this baby here is just born with so much gifting and talent. This one's so beautiful. She had a knockout. They kept the good. What they called good. What natural man called good. Okay? So, 1 Samuel 15, 8. Samuel comes on the scene. You know the story, probably. He took, and he took... Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. Okay, so he kept that which was fine, the nice-looking donkey, all that stuff, killed the rest. Agag means, I will. Agag means, over the top. Agag means, forgot the last one shall increase. Agag. All carnal stuff. Agag is an absolute type of the flesh. And God says, you go in there and you kill everything of the flesh. Kill it. Everything. Even the donkey. And natural man said. So God sent the prophet Remember, what's the bleeding of these sheep in my ears? Where's this King Agag? Brought him out, and he sliced them in pieces. It's a type of the flesh. That's what has to be done in us. Agag cannot be permitted to live. Agag is a type of the flesh. Agag is you and me. That's why the Holy Spirit wants to destroy your self-confidence. You totally lean and dependent upon God. Totally and completely. Agag's got to go. Agag has to die. Saul didn't do it. God sent a prophet. Kill it. 
Agag, and the Amalekites were the first ones to attack the God of God's people coming out of bondage in Egypt for the first time. It's the flesh. It's what it wants to do to you now. Attack and kill your ability to tap in to what God has. Your ability to just finally find that unplugged extension cord and plug it in to the Word of God. Unhindered. A lot of you are going to have to come here and open up the top of your heads and say, God, you got to get rid of all this doctrine that's been put in there. All this bad doctrine. Lord, and as he shows you more, tell him to take it out. Take it out. Take it out. You don't believe there is any? Great. Ask the Lord, is there God? Am I believing something that's stupid and wrong and hindering me? Did I save on? Lord, I must walk in the power of God, the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm not talking about evangelistic TV power where they go on people. I'm, not, I'm talking about true God-fearing, Holy Ghost living, absolutely changed, drunk to sober, lying to truth, junkie to pure, simply by the power of God. Simply by asking God. Not speaking a few syllables in tongues and still equal in sin. Just doesn't make running a race equal with the world. I'm supposed to be an example to the world. I'm not even supposed to be in this race. So, God's got us on this place, on that highway for a reason. The world isn't going to like us. But that should line up with the word. If the world loves you, who are you an enemy of? What? Yes. So, pathway to power is tapping into what God says. Not what man says. You jot this down. I'll give you my notes. You can say, I believe in you. Fine. Take my notes. Plug them in. Go before God. God, give me eyes out. I ain't trusting Pastor Joe in my life, and you shouldn't. Or my eternity, and you shouldn't. But plug it in. Okay, let's stand. Well, act like I'm finishing. We need to come and spend some time and pray, okay? No equations, no step one, two, three, four. No, you got to lengthen your dress and shorten your hair. None of just come and please and say, God, I have. Give me, I have. I want to walk in the pureness and the cleanness of God. I've told you before, God told me, put that stupid Italian music down. You're not an Italian, you're a Christian. Personal Savior. So he'll say something like that to you. As far as I know, I'm the only one maybe Italian in here. Maybe, But still, there are things in everyone's life God will say, Mary, Lil, enough with this. If you want to walk in the power of God, lay that down. And Lil has to say, is she going to pay it? Is she going to pay the price? Is she going to feel that, that power of God? Yes. Music, please. Come on, let's go for it together. I need help because I'm weak. Let's go for it together. Pray. Ask God, I salve. 
Tell them, Lord, like we said Sunday morning, we're all in. Push all the chips in. I'm all in, Lord. Let God clean the temple. Bring the temple down, let him clean it. 